and it's Yonka Live back with another Yonka's Thoughts. Um, today we're going to be discussing the mass exodus of uh, big corporation employees and workers. Um, I really want to touch on this because I think it definitely affects everyone, whether you're a worker or not. I think it affects everyone, and I just want to shed some light on an article I had recently read. Um, kind of giving an idea of why people are deciding not to either go back to a job they were either laid off of or, you know, put on a work from home status uh, due to the pandemic and what people are feeling and saying about the idea of either going back to where they were working or if they're deciding not to, you know, and I, I want to give you my thoughts on that and kind of get you guys open minded. Because um, I've, I've been hearing a, a, a mixed, um, recently I've been hearing a lot of mixed uh opinions regarding people who are not going back to work some people are calling people lazy and you know they're essentially mooching off of um you know the government collecting unemployment and just sitting around which honestly is not necessarily true um and this isn't my opinion this is actually stuff i've studied i've watched i've taken my own analyses and things like that just to see if people are really just out here just mooching off of the government or they're actually taking whatever money they've earned through unemployment and, and building something different. And it turns out that there's a staggering uh, percentage of people that are taking the money that they've uh, gathered from unemployment uh, during the pandemic. And they're essentially opening their own businesses or starting their dream job or going back to school online, doing things to better themselves so they don't have to go back to whatever they were working prior. Um, and for that, I, I applaud many people. Again, I'm not going to sit here and be biased and act like the world is made of gumdrops and sprinkles. We all know that there are a good percentage or a small percentage, whatever you want to call it, um, a medium percentage of people out there that are mooching off of the government, that are just taking the money and trying to essentially live their best lives on the government's dime. There are people like that everywhere. Every race, creed, and culture, there are people that are going to do that. Now, I read the article, and the article is essentially saying that there is something called the Great Resignation. Um, it was predicted back in 2019, I believe the article says, um, that by someone from a student or a professor from Texas A&M, um, and basically stating that at some point um, in the near future, there's going to be a mass exodus of employees. Um, it's going to be voluntary, and it's just going to be to a point where employees are not going back to these big corporations. They're not going back to working for 50 cents on a dollar for eight to 10 to eight from from between eight and 16 hours a day just to make ends meet, just to be broke within the next week. Like people are not going to continue to do that. And that's what's happening. Um, in the article, it was saying that there's like a very high, I think 67% of people who are work from home or laid off employees due to pandemic are not returning to work, um, voluntarily not returning to work, um, either because they've, uh, they're going back to school or they've, they've uprooted a business of their own that is paying the bills. Okay. And for that, um, I think, I think that's great. I think it's, it's a well-deserved and I want people to fully understand me and understand what I'm saying. I am fully I don't agree with the idea of big corporation okay we've said I've worked I've worked my fair share of big corporation or big companies and when you are the bottom tote I'm not now I'm not gonna sit here and lie. I don't expect to be treated like the CEO of the company but I do have expectation that if I want to work for your company I do deserve 
at least basic human decency. I, ex I expect to be treated the way that you would treat an employee. Someone who's working to build your dream and build your company, you're supposed to treat them with a certain level of respect. And if you're not getting that respect, if you're getting treated a certain way um, because you're color, creed, or race, uh, that's a problem. If you're getting paid less than uh, Bob and you and Bob came at the same time, but Bob happens to be a guy and you happen to be a woman and you're getting paid less because of that, that's a problem. If you're getting paid less because Bob happens to be white and you happen to be black, that's a problem. If there's things that you are unhappy with and, 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 and you're bringing them to the attention of the manager, you're doing everything necessary to try to make your work life better and they're just like, yeah, sure, fuck off. Um, that's a problem. There's a problem there because now we have a situation where people are so, um, they have such a bad taste in their mouth from these big corporations that they're just like, no, no, thank you. I will not lose hours of sleep. I will not lose time to raise my children. I will not lose time to be involved in their lives. I will not lose time to improve myself trying to build your dream when you can't even give me the slightest amount of respect that I'm asking you for as an employee. There should be no reason why people are still working for minimum wage and, and we live in a society where 725 isn't going to cut it anymore. It hasn't been able to cut it since like 2000 fucking 10 if we're being honest. Like, like, let's be real here. The quality of life in America when you're working for a big corporation is not what it seems. And these are not, we're not talking about McDonald's. We're not talking about, uh, when we're not talking about fast food. We're talking about big name corporations where they're promising 60 grand, 70 grand a year. Sometimes that's not enough. When you're married or you're in, and we live in a society where the whole idea of a single a single, uh, you know, check earning household isn't even possible anymore. That's how bad capitalism has got that. Even if you're making 60, 70 grand a year and you're the main breadwinner, you're still not going to be able to make ends meet because every, every time, even with, even I'm in a situation with myself and my fiance, we both work, we both work and we still have trouble with bills, with just trying to live in general because so much stuff is so much more expensive than it needs to be because capitalism, capitalism, that's what it is. That's what it is. We're out here fighting a good fight, you know, a, a working class professional family. Try, I'm, I'm doing school, I'm a mom, a full-time mom, a full-time school student and, and a worker. That's a lot on someone's plates. Luckily, my job is a work from home. But what if I had to do, what if I had to go out and do my job? There would be so much I would miss. My son is now in school. I would have to organize daycare. I would have to organize, you know what I mean? Like there's just so much extra that comes with working for a company that you find yourself being a thousand times more inconvenienced than you would have if you would have gone into business for yourself we got a job as a work from home. Now, here's the thing. I'm not going to sit here and say it's everyone because we have, there's a lot of people out there that are single that don't have kids. And for those people, hey, I understand where they're coming from as well. You know, everybody needs a healthy work-life balance regardless of how you live. Because I've seen a lot of people say, oh, well, what about the people who don't have kids? And who don't have, it doesn't matter. They're still a person. They still have needs in their life. They still have things that they have to go get done outside of work. And if they're not giving, if they're not afforded that time, 
then they're not going to want to work for that company. And I see the change that's happening now is that a lot of people, instead of it being a one-sided relationship where it was employer gets to make demands to employee and employee just has to abide by them. Now it's flipped. The employee is, is now making demands is now making is now expecting things from the company outside of a ping pong table and a mini fridge full of energy drinks. They're expecting a better work-life balance. They're expecting better incentives. They're expecting promotions when they're deserved. You understand what I'm saying? They're expecting better treatment. They're expecting better pay. And if said company cannot meet those qualifications, then that person is more comfortable saying, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking this job than saying, oh, well, I'm going to take it because I at least have a job. And that's what these big corporations bank on. They're banking on the people who say, well, at least I'll have a job. And then they take that shitty job. They take that shitty treatment for X amount of years. People aren't doing that anymore, especially with these new generations, the millennials and the Gen Zers, whatever the fuck that is. The new generation of, of, of up and coming workers are like, I would go into business for myself before you catch me working for less than I'm worth. And, and you know what? Kudos to them. Kudos to us. Because I'm on that same boat. I refuse to work for a company to pay me less than what I'm worth. I know exactly what I'm capable of. I know how I can benefit your company. And if you're not paying me what I'm worth solely because you don't like the way I look or how I talk or what I'm wearing, then I will find a place that do, that those things don't really necessarily matter. My religion, the way my hair looks, how I, what clothes I wear, as long as I'm not wearing anything inappropriate, should not be a determining factor in whether or not I'm qualified to position. Qualification for the position is if you're trained in whatever you need to be trained in. Are you good at typing? Can you handle a phone call? Can you handle, you know, high high intensity, high quality phone calls in, a, in an hour span? Can you take upwards of 70 plus calls in a day without breaking down? Can you handle that? And if the answer is yes, then what else do you need to know? If I can handle what you're saying needs to be handled in said position, why is why is all this other stuff a determining factor? my name my culture where i've come from none of that matters and a lot of people are saying you know what since that's since you want to harp on that so hard how about i just don't work for you period how about i don't come back and work for you period how about i build my own business where that doesn't matter because i'm the boss period and now all of a sudden companies want to drop all these incentives oh I'll give you a $3,000 bonus if you come work here. Da, da, da. That, where was that energy before, though? Is the question. Where was that energy before? Where was the energy before when we were telling you our grievances and we were letting you know what the issues is as a worker for your company and you were blowing us off? Now that you're losing money, now that your bottom line is falling 50 feet to the ground, now you want to throw out cash? Now you got all this money to expend? What happened? Where was this money when we were saying we needed raises? Where we were saying that we're, not, we're barely meeting ends meet and we're letting you know, hey, as much work as I'm doing, I think I deserve to be paid a little bit more than $10 an hour. Where was that energy then? Because it's too late now. It's too late now. I found something that I'm doing that can make, help me make ends meet, help me not only make ends meet, but make an excess. And I'm good at it and I'm happy. And I don't, I don't wanna go back to the company. I don't need to now. 
I don't need your company to help me live my best life because I built it for myself. And as I continue to read through the article, it was saying a lot of things. Um, one of them was, you know, treatment of employees. Some people said, hey, I don't feel comfortable going back into office because the pandemic is still raging through the United States. I don't feel that this company has prepared itself to be safe enough for people to go back to work. So it was a safety issue for some people, treatment for some people, fair pay for some people, better work-life balances for some people. I know people that are pulling 16 hour fucking shifts that have kids and a husband at home, but they find themselves damn near sleeping at work. I remember when my mom used to work for corporate America, she'd leave before we got dropped, she'd leave seven, eight o'clock in the morning to go down there. Wouldn't be coming home till 11 o'clock at night. So if anything happened between that time frame, she stuck at work. You know how much, much stuff she probably missed while we were growing up? How much time she probably wished she would have been able to spend with us if she didn't have to work those long, grueling, unnecessary hours for less than, less than, uh, you know, savory treatment at that place. And when it all comes crashing down, they treat the employees worse. They try to find ways to fire you or get you from, or keep you from getting your severance package, something that you're owed from the company because the company couldn't keep the company running correctly. So those are things that people are thinking about. People are growing as, as a person and saying, you know what? Just having a job isn't enough. Just having a job isn't enough. I want to be heard. I want to be involved in changes in the companies. I don't want to be working at my desk and then get written up for a policy that changed yesterday that I had no idea about. I don't want to walk in at eight o'clock in the morning and have to go to a mandatory meeting about policies that were changed while I was working yesterday. That now I have to suddenly know and fully understand. Our, every every company loves to hit you with the when you're part of this company your family, but they never they never do the actionables. They never treat an employee like a like a person that's supposed to be family. They never do that. They pull you in with all the good luck charms and lovely ideas and ideal companies and all the work. Oh well, we won this award in 2019 for the best or uh, best work. It doesn't matter. The age of goodies and toys at the workplace is over. And millennials and Gen Zers and anybody else in that realm of workforce are, are setting the stage to say, hey, if these demands aren't met, if these expectations are not met, for me as an employee, you will not catch me donning a badge for your company. And if that makes you tight, tough titty. There's no reason why the CEO of the company should have three houses, four yachts, 
and a private island. Meanwhile, his lowest person on the totem pole is making $9 an hour and has no health insurance. What the fuck is that? Like I said, I'm not here to say everyone deserves to be paid like a CEO. I'm just saying fair treatment across the board is nice. It's a great idea if you want to retain your employees. You can't sit there and give somebody shit that they should be giving to a manager or to an associate and then pay the associate $10 but pay the manager that barely does shit $25 an hour. That does not make sense. Either pay them the wage they deserve for the work that they're doing or don't hire them and give the work to the person you're paying the amount of money to. If you're paying someone $25 an hour for a managerial position but they're sitting in the back office eating Oreo cookies, there's something wrong there. There should be no reason why the manager gets to walk all over the employees, the person that represents you as a company, as a leadership person in your company, you made this person the manager and they are complete and utter shit at their job. They don't know how to treat employees. They don't know how to be a leader. They can't set any examples because they're barely doing their job themselves. And that's another thing. Why are you hiring people who don't qualify for the positions? Why are you doing that? And this is even before the big resignation. This was when people were still actually going to these places and working. You're hiring people that are nowhere near qualified for the position, paying them an amount of money to be dicks to the employees that actually maybe deserve that position, that exhibit more leadership skills than the person you hire to be the leader. And then your excuse is, oh, he has a master's in business. He doesn't have a master's in leadership. He can't even talk to nobody correctly. That's if he even talks to anybody. Paying that person $25 an hour to hire and fire people. That's literally what you're doing. You're paying a glorified hiring manager. A recruiter, if you will. Because they're not doing their managerial job at all. Chopping it up with their buddies on the floor for hours. You go up and ask them a question, they don't know the answer. They got to go ask someone else who's actually doing their job. And it tends to be another employee under them. Then they tell you to go ask them. Oh, she's my greatest employee. Go ask her. Why is she the manager? She has, she's an encyclopedia of information. Why is she still working in customer service? She's been in this position for five years. What's going on here? Why hasn't she been promoted to manager? Why hasn't she been promoted to team lead? Why do you have people that have been in a position for over five years anyway? Help me understand that. So in the five years this person has worked there, they've done nothing to deserve a promotion or even a pay raise. They're making the amount that an incoming employee is making still after five years of working with your company. And you think that's normal? That's okay. That makes sense to you. 
Sally comes in, she's making 13, but Bertha that's been working for your company for five years is making 13. You don't think maybe she deserves a raise after five years? Of being, and, 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 and not even being, like, we're not even gonna sit there and say she's been an excellent employee. She's been a good employee. She comes to work on time. She executes her job to the best of her ability. She clocks in and out of lunch on time. She leaves on time, not early, not late. You get no, you get no complaints or no, no complainative calls for, on on, on Miss Bertha. But Miss Bertha's making thirteen an hour after five years of working with your company, all because she doesn't have a degree. I didn't know you needed a degree to be a team lead. So to those out there that are deciding that working for big corporations is no longer for them, I applaud you. To those out there who are deciding to take that big leap and building their own company and making money for themselves by themselves, I applaud you. I wish you the best. I wish that, I hope, I, I, I wish you uh you know great great money making i hope that all your dreams come through come true i hope you get everything you ever wanted because it's high time that these companies learn what it feels like when their bottom line falls when their safety net is ripped from under them it's high time that they feel that it's high time that they feel what it feels like when you get that resi that letter of termination after you have no idea what you did to deserve it. It's high time that they felt that. So for those people who are like, yeah, I'm not going back to work. I'm not going back to work for someone else. I'm working for myself. Kudos to you. It's high time that they feel that. It's really, it's, it's, be, it's, it's past time that they felt what it felt like to not have that that safety net. To have to worry about how they're gonna make money the next week, the next month. Cause it's not like if you lose a job, you could get a job the next week. I've been through the ringer of applying. It's not easy. You, you get terminated from a job or you leave a job, it's not easy to turn around and, 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 and try to get hired again. You have to go through interviews. You have to prove that your assets are set company and all this extra stuff, background checks. Some places are even doing credit checks for some reason. So kudos to those people who even had the, the goal to say, hey, you know what? The pandemic's over, places open back up. Maybe your manager called and said, hey, you want to be put back on the schedule? And you hit them with a, nah, bro. I don't think I'm, I don't even think I'm up, I'm, I'm up for that, my dude. I don't think I'm up for that. I don't think I'm up for coming into the office to look you in your face and have to restrain my body all day so I don't have to knock your teeth out. Kudos to you guys.
Because I know I have my fair share of crappy, shitty managers. Shitty supervisors. That you look at their leadership skills and say, how in the fuck did you even manage to pull off the position you're in? With the, with the non-existent as leadership skills you got. How are you even in the position you are right now? I had a team lead that got caught. Doing some inappropriate business. In the in the company bathroom. In the you let me let me let me reiterate what I just said. Inappropriate things that you probably should be doing in a bedroom or your private bathroom in a public company bathroom. With a subordinate. Someone under her. And last I checked, company fraternization with someone under you is highly frowned upon. Highly frowned upon. She got caught spitting on his mic in the bathroom. And of course, it got around the company because I don't, I didn't see, I didn't see it firsthand. But think of how much. Who's going to respect you after that? Think about that. Especially your male, your your male, your male counterparts, your male, the people, the men that you work with at the company, they're not going to respect you. Now, before anyone starts judging me, like, oh, I'm not judging this woman at all, okay? She's just, she's freaky, and that's all right. That's how she want to live her life. She likes to have exciting fun. Hey, live your best life. But I'm saying that I say all that to say that these are the people that we're putting in charge. These are the people that that they are hiring to do the leadership roles. Unqualified people. Because not only did she do that, let's go back to the business side of this. She was not qualified as a manager. Outside of that situation, she wasn't even qualified. She knew knew not near, near information for the company. Policies, rules. What an, what an exceptional time card was or call time was. She couldn't enforce anything because there was she didn't know anything to enforce. But she was in a managerial position. Why? A guy who was a manager. He smoked every day. He came in smelling loud every day to the workplace manager 
He was so baked. He didn't know. He didn't know anything. And if he did know, he was too baked to read it all and express it or enforce it. Why is he in the managerial? Why is he in a leadership role? Why is he in a leadership role? Like you know what I'm saying, guys? Like this, this is the stuff that I don't understand. Okay. So when when I'm hearing about this this uh, you know the great resignation as they call it. I'm not surprised. You know? I'm not surprised. At all that this is happening. Because, you know... It was, it was time. It was time. I remember when I went, when I was in high school, which was some years back now. Um, and I remember the first time I realized that I was not going to be part of the workforce for long. I knew that I wasn't meant to be a worker for a company for for long. You know? Now don't get me wrong, my first job was a little a little fast food restaurant job. I had a little jobby job. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying after that, after going through uh, the years I've went through in customer service and food service, I realized over time that it's not that I can't work for a company, it's that my mentality is not built to be working under someone. Okay, and I know a lot of a lot of people or a few people are going to understand me. I know a lot of people won't. So I'm going to try to make, put this in, in layman's terms as much as possible. When I say that my mentality was not built to work for someone else, I mean that the mere idea of working for a company that someone else owns and knowing that in that company the work I'm doing is helping build their dream meanwhile I'm putting my dream on pause just does not sit right with me I have never dreamt of building someone else's dream that has never been a dream of mine I've never aspired to be a manager in a big company while I've never seen the face of the CEO I will never dream of being that person my dream has always been to be um, a leading force in how my life will 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 uh, pan out, and that includes financially. But when you turn and work for a company, you tend to give that right away to whoever owns that company. They get to dictate how much you earn. They get to dictate what time you get to spend at home. They get to dictate all of that stuff. But last I checked, slavery ended in 1865, baby. So why are we still letting other people dictate when and where we do stuff, how long we get to do it, and for how much time, and for however much time it costs? That whole notion ended already. So why are we rushing to work for other people? Why are we rushing 
to work for other people to build their dreams. I do not understand that logic. I don't. You expect me to put my dream on pause to build yours? For the betterment of who? Because it's not for me. Now, don't get me wrong. Yes, a lot of companies a lot of times need, you know, teamwork, which I understand completely. You know, not every company is going to be able to be ran by one singular person solely. I know that. I'm fully aware of that. And again, anybody that is a worker that does work for a company, this podcast is not to make you feel any type of way with the decision you've decided to make. I'm just letting you know what I feel. Now, if you agree with that, if that puts a rise in you, then you need to make the necessary moves to make yourself feel whole. If it doesn't resonate with you and you're like, hey, I get what she's saying, but I still want to work for a company. Hey, do you. That is your life. That's how you want to live it. You live it like that. Who am I to condemn you? I don't even know you like that. Who am I to tell you how to live your life? I could be living mine completely wrong. You understand what I'm saying? So this isn't to condemn anybody who is working for a company, who does want to work for a company, who's maybe dreamed of working for a certain company when they were growing up. Maybe you wanted to work for Wall Street or work for whatever else. Maybe you wanted to work for Google. Maybe you want to work for popular companies. If that's the case, that's awesome. It's great to have a dream or an aspiration. So again, I'm not saying that I don't agree with the idea of companies needing people. But if I'm going to work for a company, I expect to be treated a certain way. I expect to earn a certain amount of pay. I expect any grievances or ideas that I think would better help the company, I expect them to at least be heard. Now, whether they implement them or not, it's not up to me. Because again, I may not be the leader of that company, but if I feel that there is something that, hey, could have essentially worked for the company that could lessen the load for everybody, I at least want to get put in front of somebody that can make that change if if that change is deemed necessary. But instead of I've, I've seen people, companies take ideas from employees and not give the employee credit. And the employee is watching their idea being implemented. And they're not even getting credit for it. And they're sitting here like, am I chopped fucking liver? Like, what the fuck is this? And then they're getting a newsletter talking about how their manager or someone above them gave this great idea and they know damn well they didn't give that idea. But they're getting the recognition that that employee deserves. You understand what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. Like stuff like that. I fully understand why people don't want to work, go back to working for big corporations. I fully understand it because it's not something that, you know, is is an easy it's not an easy decision to make first off but to make the decision is is um is respectable and you know i applaud those who who came up with this idea or made this decision before the big resignation but i think this is a monumental moment for millennials and gen zers 
that are making the decision to either build their own business fresh out of high school or, you know, get that degree to build whatever, to do what they want to do with their lives. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's, that's, that's applaudable to see that. And if people are, are just straight up, straight up, not necessarily using the work, they're using a company to, to build their own dream. You know, they're taking those paychecks that they get and they're putting it towards something else. Maybe getting, getting a sewing kit, maybe getting a, a, a shirt press, something to help build their business, get their business on the map so that eventually they can walk off that job. I don't know. Maybe you should charge your tablet, son. And stop dropping it everywhere. Um, but yeah, guys, I just wanted to bring that to light. You know, I wanted to open you guys' eyes to what's happening in the world. You know, a lot of times, um, with the popular things that are happening and the stuff they use to distract you, you don't, you tend not to notice stuff that's happening around the world. Then maybe instead of smacking it, let it charge. How are you, why are you using your tablet anyway? PJ Masks is on. Watch that and let your tablet charge. Watch that and let your tablet charge. Do you want to take a nap? How about you go upstairs and take a nap? Yeah. Mommy's trying to do her podcast and you're acting a fool, okay? So either you could go upstairs and take a nap or you could turn around and watch PJ Masks. Let the tablet charge! I apologize, guys. Um, trying to do podcasts with a four-year-old is uh, never easy. Um, if you listened to my prior podcast, he had a an altercation with our cat and lost. Um, and today, he's having an altercation with a tablet and, again, is losing. Um, so, you know, that stuff. But aside from that, um, that was my thoughts today. Thanks for tuning in to Yonka's live thoughts. Um, I appreciate all my listeners. I will be coming with more content. Um, I'll try to do this at least twice a week, if not three times a week, where, um, you know, I hop in, we discuss, I give you my thoughts. And I always want to end my podcast with, my podcast is for people who want to think, who like to keep an open mind, and who want to, who, people who, I like to make people think. I like to uh, have people pick their brains and get a full understanding outside of their biases what the world is really, um, you know, being set up for. Because if we're being honest, the world is changing around us ever so slightly every day. So I just want to make sure that my listeners are prepared and um, they're, they're, they're not living in a bubble, you know? 
the reality is that a lot of stuff that we became accustomed to in the past 200 or so years is changing and it's changing rapidly. And if you're not up with the times, you're going to get left in the dust. So that's who my podcast is for. Those who don't want to be left behind, those who want to be with the times and caught up and fully understand what's going on around them, you know? So again, I want to thank you all for listening. Um, Look out for a podcast again, maybe tomorrow or the next day, not sure. Um, But we'll be discussing another topic. Before I fully log off, I do want to give a shout out to a friend of mine. I will not be putting her name out there just because that's not my business. I don't feel comfortable doing that. But I do want to appreciate her because she took a listen to my podcast the day before and kind of gave me a few pointers that I did not touch on, um, mainly about the workers or central people that were considered essential workers during the pandemic that were not hospital people, um, people who had to deal with uh, people who didn't want to wear a mask and things like that, um, and how that affected their jobs and things of that nature and I just wanted to to say thank her I wanted to thank her for you know giving giving me that insight because I did not previously have said insight during my podcast so I wanted to thank her for that she knows who I'm talking to you know she knows I love her and I appreciate that and I just want to say shout out to those people um who were essential workers that were not hospital people that had to deal with um people who didn't want to wear their mask when there was a mask mandate and people who were just acting a fool, you know, walking all over people's faces and just acting a, a plump, plump fool, acting a plump fool. Um, you know, I appreciate those people and I know it probably took a lot of restraint not to knock them motherfuckers out. So trust, I know and I fully understand um, where you guys are coming from regarding vaccinations and things like that. Um, and again, I don't necessarily agree with it but that does not mean that your point isn't valid okay your point is just as valid as mine and i just wanted to give you guys a quick shout out because i did not really touch on that subject yesterday so i wanted to thank her one for bringing that insight to light for me as well as giving you guys the under the the well deserved appreciation that you guys did not get recently um especially the walmart workers i mean y'all see more than your fair share of weird shit on a day-to-day basis without the pandemic i'm pretty sure you've seen some over-the-top weird ass shit when you guys during the pandemic and currently now so i can only imagine what you guys go through on a day-to-day basis and i have to applaud you for even having the gumption to get up put that dusty ass walmart suit on and go in there and deal with the motherfuckers because i for one could not okay i could not and you guys deserve some recognition you definitely deserve a goddamn pay raise if no one's ever told you y'all deserve a pay raise okay because baby i could not um and for all the other workers you know restaurant workers uh um you know retail workers and things as such as that that didn't get the chance to work from home because there wasn't an option due to your position. I applaud you all as well because you had you had you had your fair share of people who didn't want to abide by certain rules at the time. And for that again, I applaud you guys. I really do. You know what I mean? Especially having to wear masks all day for eight hours straight. I know that was grueling. Um and it probably was annoying. If any of you have breathing problems, things like that, I know that was annoying and things like that and but you you couldn't bend the rules because you had to work your job i get it and i fully understand you know what i mean so i appreciate you guys and with that yonka is signing off again thank you for tuning in to yonka's live thoughts 
Um, and we'll we'll be I'll be you'll be hearing from me again. All right. See you guys.